Hey guys, this is Cameron, your host of Movie Man. Cameron Man, that is. And it is February 21st, 2022. Let me just confirm that real quick here. Yes, it is February 21st, 2022. I just want to make sure that date was right. It is 5.58 here on the East Coast in Northern Virginia, to be specific, where I live. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about a few things. First off the docket, we are going to be talking about all our Fallout fans out there, the Fallout game. Not a gamer myself, but the Amazon Prime is making a Fallout series. So this comes to us from our friends over at thehollywoodreporter.com. And who wrote this article? I want to give them credit. Rick Porter is the journalist who uh, penned this article here. The series adaptation of Fallout at Amazon Prime video has cast one of its lead roles. Walton Goggins from Justified and the Righteous Gemstones will star in the drama from Westworld creators Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan. Westworld, guys, if you guys have not checked out Westworld on HBO Max, you guys should definitely check it out. It's a great sci-fi uh, series. Anyway, like the game franchise on which it's based, Fallout is set in a retro-futuristic world that's been devastated by nuclear war. Details on Goggins' character are being kept quiet. Fallout has been in the works since 2020 when Amazon licensed rights to the game franchise. Joy and Nolan, who signed a big overall deal with the tech behemoth in 2019, joined as executive producers via their Kilter films. Nolan is also set to direct the first episode. By the way, Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan are indeed husband and wife as well. Um, Jonathan Nolan, of course, being the brother, the younger brother of Christopher Nolan, the great movie director, Chris Nolan, from Batman Acclaim, and many other things. And uh, what else do we have here from this article? Um, Amazon Studios and Kilter Films are producing Fallout in association with Bethesda Game Studios and Bethesda Softworks. Robertson Warrett, Wagner, Joy, and Nolan, executive produced with Athena Wick- Wickham of Kilter Films, Todd Howard of Bethesda Game Studios, and James Altman of Bethesda Works, Bethesda Softworks. Excuse me. Goggins recurs in HBO's The Righteous Gemstones and is part of the voice cast for Prime Video's Invincible. His TV credits include CBS's The Unicorn, FX's The Shield, and HBO's Vice Principals. He is wrapped by ICM Partners and Darius Hatch Management and Production. So guys, I don't think we have a uh, release date on this as of yet, but I'll be taking a look out for when this officially drops on Amazon Prime. Walton Goggins is a great actor, guys. Um, he's great. Uh, the first thing I saw Walton Goggins and I think, was... Um, Ant-Man the Wasp is one of the villains in Ant-Man the Wasp is one of the villains the main villain actually in Tomb Raider and the new Tomb Raider with um with uh trying to blank on her name the main actress from Ex Machina great sci-fi film flick uh, what is her name help me out guys I'll look it up real quick here 
He played the villain in the new Tomb Raider starring. Um. 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 um starring. Alicia Vikander. Yes, Alicia Vikander. If you guys have not seen Ex Machina, by the way, you guys have to do yourselves a favor and check that out. So, that is the first bit of news that we have. Is the new Fallout series starring Walton Goggins. Next piece of news on the docket here, guys, for all you Alien franchise fans out there, we have some information about the latest Aliens TV show. That is right, an Aliens TV show is coming to FX um, with the showrunner of Noah Hawley from Legion fame and acclaim. Legion was a X-Men series that was also part of FX, I believe, that I have not yet really gotten into but it starred um from downton abbey fame it starred um dan stevens that's his name dan stevens played xavier's son in that show it also had i'm not rashida jones it had um look up her name real quick legion tv series so cast from Legion, it had, again, Dan Stevens, it had Aubrey Plaza, who is also a great actress, so he was the showrunner for that show as well, and now he's going to be showrunning the new Alien series for FX, which will also be a prequel, it will be taking place on Earth, it takes seven, and it, it's a prequel, it takes place on Earth, and it takes place 70 years before the first Alien movie starring Sigourney Weaver, of course, is Ellen Ripley. This comes from us over from our friends over at Esquire.com. And it reads as follows. If there's one thing you can count on in the Alien Extended Universe, it's this everlasting truth. The Xenomorph always comes back. You can blast it out of an airlock or light it up with a flamethrower, but try as you might, you can't keep a good alien down. So if you thought 2017's Alien Covenant was the last we'd see of this pesky being, we have some good, if inevitable, news. Fargo showrunner Noah Hawley is developing an alien television series for FX, meaning that the Xenomorph will be back to inspire fright and disgust once again, this time in weekly installments. The show is still in early development, but in an interview with Esquire, Holly teases an interpretation that blends the franchise's classic creature feature structure with a modern parable about corporate greed. And now, new details are emerging about how the series will square up with canon. Read on for the full rundown of what to expect. Holly's Alien will blast out of the gate with one huge departure from what fans of the franchise know and love. The story will be set on Earth. The alien stories are always trapped. Holly, Holly, Howley, no Holly, no Holly, sorry, Holly told Vanity Fair, trapped in a prison, trapped in a spaceship. I thought it'd be interesting to open open it up a little bit so that the stakes of what happens if you can't contain it are more immediate. 
with an earth setting comes earth problems, namely income inequality. Discussing his inspiration for where to take the franchise, Hawley points to the series' long engagement with working class characters from interstellar merchants to marines on assignments. On some level, it's also a story about inequality, Hawley said in that same conversation. You know, one of the things that I love about the first movie is how 70s the movie it is, and how it's really this blue-collar space trucker world in which Yafikoto and Harry Dean Stanton are basically waiting for Godot. They're like Samuel Beckett characters ordered to go to a place by a faceless, nameless corporation. The second movie is such an 80s movie, but it's still about grunts. In later installments of the Alien franchise, that faceless, nameless corporation was sketched in in as the Wayland yutani Corporation, a big, bad, mega-corporate profiteer whose activities include deep space transport, planetary colonization, and terraforming. To say nothing, they're shady business studying xenomorphs. Holly plans to widen the lens from the franchise's familiar grunts with an added emphasis on the corporate raiders dispatching them into deep space. In my show, you're also going to see the people who are sending them, Holly said, so you'll see what happens when the inequality we're struggling with now isn't resolved. If we as a society can't figure out how to prop each other up and spread the wealth, then where's then what's going to happen to us? But the Wayland Utani Corporation isn't the only mega corporation out to make a mint in space. In an exclusive interview with Esquire, Hawley discussed the sea of competition his big baddies will face in the new series. It's set on Earth of the future. At this moment, I describe that as Edison versus Westinghouse versus Tesla. Someone's going to monopolize electricity. We must don't. We just don't know which one it is. In the movies, we have this Wayland Utani Corporation, which is clearly also developing artificial intelligence. But what if there are other companies trying to look at immortality in a different way, with cyborg enhancements or transhuman downloads? Which of those technologies is going to win? It's ultimately a classic science fiction question. Does humanity deserve to survive? As Sigourney Weaver said in that second movie, I don't know which species is worse. At least they don't fuck each other over for a percentage. Speaking of Sigourney Weaver, don't expect to see Ellen Ripley here. Holly is quick to point out that he's not planning to send the franchise's greatest character through the Xenomorph Ringer again. Somewhere, Ripley is breathing a sigh of relief. It's not a Ripley story, Holly said. She's one of the greatest characters of all time. I think the story has been told pretty perfectly, and I don't want to mess with it. FX chief John Landgraf confirms that it's not just Ripley getting a well-deserved vacation. It's her entire crew. He offered these key details about the series, set, and setting. Alien takes place before Ripley. It's the first story in the Alien franchise that takes place on Earth. It takes place on our planet, near the end of this century we're currently in, 70 odd years from now. All I can tell you is Ripley won't be a part of it, and neither will any of other characters other than the Alien itself. Noah has an incredible ability to both find a way of being faithful and showing fidelity to an original creation like to the Coen brothers with Fargo, or to Ridley Scott's movie and James Cameron's follow-up, Aliens, but also to bring something new that represents both an extension and reinvention of a franchise at the same time. 
he's done a masterful job with Alien as he did with Fargo. There are some big surprises in store for the audience. So guys, we still don't have a release date, it looks like, for this new Alien series. But some interesting facts out there. It's interesting that it's going to be a prequel series 70 years before Alien movie. That's place, taking place on Earth. Uh, adds another layer of, of interest for me. Um, and yeah, I can't wait. Doesn't, doesn't seem to say how big the budget's going to be for this show, but I would imagine that... Um, at least I hope that it's pretty big. You have, I mean, with the science fiction show, this scale it seems like I hope, really hope that the budget uh, um, is pretty big. Again, at the end of the day, though, it's not a movie; it's a TV show. But TV shows nowadays for streaming services are getting pretty massive budgets. So I hope for this one in particular is getting a pretty massive budget. So that is our next piece of news um, as far as that goes for the Alien series. Ladies and gentlemen, the last thing we are going to be talking about on today's episode is the early renewal for the Paramount Plus series based on the hit game franchise Halo. That's right, they already got a renewal for a second season ahead of its March premiere. So, let's talk about it, shall we? I'm actually really excited for it. I don't know if you guys have seen the official trailer yet for Halo. But it looks really good. Starring Pablo Schreiber of Orange is the New Black Acclaim. And many other things. He's been in American Gods. The American Gods adaptation based on Neil Gaiman's book. Um, So, let us talk about the early renewal for, again, the Halo TV series that is coming to Paramount+. Plus. In next month, actually. This is coming us from over from our friends over at usatoday.com. Paramount announced on Tuesday that the live-action Halo TV series will come back for a second season. Halo isn't premiering on Paramount Plus until March 24th of this year, but the hype train is already chugging along, even getting a somewhat awkward shout-out during the Bengals Chief AFC Championship game last month. Fans are, frankly... A little wary of what Paramount has shown so far, especially Cortana's questionable design. However, that tepid reaction wasn't enough to slow Paramount's hopes for the series down. Suit up, Spartans. The wait is almost over. Halo premieres March 24th exclusively on Paramount+, Plus, with the second season already ordered, Paramount said on Twitter. 343 Industries, the studio behind Halo Infinite, chimed in with several more details about season two of the series paramount plus has confirmed that the show has been renewed for a second season 343 industries said via halo waypoint david weiner will join season two as showrunner and executive producer known for his excellent work on brave new world weiner's credits also include the fear fear the walking dead homecoming and the killing so he brings loads of experience to halo 
whether he'll address the elephant in the room that is deviating from the series canon is another matter entirely. And this comes from us over at our friends at usadaday.com and the and the person who penned this article is Kyle Campbell. So guys, I I have to say I'm not a I'm not a huge gamer myself. I have never played any into Halo games. So I have no expectation, like, you know, I'm not a purist in that sense, you know. So people are upset about Cortana's design, who is this artificial intelligence that um Master Chief Pablo Schreiber's character is playing, who's like his companion, I guess. But yeah, I don't know a whole lot about the lore. I just, you know, I saw the official trailer that dropped again last month for it, and it looks good to me. It looks like it's, it has a pretty high budget. The visuals look amazing. You know, I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. I like the cast that we've seen, like Bokeen Woodbine and Pablo Schreiber and many others. Um, this armor looks great. The spaceships look amazing. The, the action set pieces look great to me. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Bring on March, March 24th, man. I am so, so, so very excited. Again, guys, that'll be it for me. I'm your host, Cameron Mann. And until next time, take care.